0: Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 2310. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage,
1: inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most
0: of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah.
1: Hello, Twenty Four Karat Tribe. Welcome back. Ooh, ooh, hey, peeps. Oh my goodness! I am so excited to have this guest on today. Um, yeah. Debbie Boyd is. She is a friend of ours, and Good friend of ours. kind of funny story. Um, I met her years ago while I was in a grief support group, and um, just gosh, I just remember hearing her story and just feeling so impacted by it. And then Phyllis ended up meeting her. In yeah, a and small a bible women's and group a small that I small, was yeah, bible study yeah and then she joined our Bible study for 24 karat conversations. Just last month. Yeah. Just <laughs> last month. And then we were like, wait a minute, how do you know her? Wait, how do you know her? And so, Debbie,
2: welcome today. We are so excited to have you. Oh, thank you. It's a privilege to join you, ladies. And I just love your podcast. And
1: glad we love you. So yeah. um, she had a daughter that was murdered 15 years ago. And um, her story, you guys are just gonna be so touched by it. And I just want to first ask you, tell us a little bit about, you know, your background, about your daughter, and um, just a little bit about like the last 15 years has been like for you.
2: Yeah. Well, gosh, if we go back 15 years, um, I was living, you know, a very happily married life with two beautiful daughters. I was on the fast track in Silicon Valley in a, a corporate job as a director of supply chain. And life was good. We'd moved to Gilroy, California, bought our home in Eagle Ridge and had just been there um, two years. And one night I received a phone call from a gentleman that my daughter had been dating that said, Christy's missing. Mm -hmm. I said, what do you mean she's missing? And they were in the midst of a, a, a tumultuous breakup and um, he lived up in the Sacramento area. Um, Christy had temporarily moved back with us, had just secured a brand new job um, up in San Francisco as a purchasing manager. And I thought when he first called us, the boyfriend called us, I thought, uh-oh, this is the way to get to to Christy. Get her mm-hmm. parents riled up, right? Mm-hmm. Get her parents riled up, and that's the last, Ugh. you know, so... Um, But when we hung up the phone, there was just something. I don't know if it's the mother's intuition that our dear Lord blesses us with or not, but I just felt something was majorly wrong. Mm -hmm. And I asked my husband, who'd been in law enforcement his entire career with San Jose PD, um, I asked him, could you maybe do me a favor and call a detective or somebody up in Sacramento PD and ask if they could go by that apartment and do what I think I've heard on TV is called a welfare check. Yeah. <laughs> and so we called and, um, they, um, were very, very wonderful at Sacramento PD and they, um, went and checked and they said, you know, everything's okay. It looks okay. Um, but we're going to be working this all night. Um, and we'll call you back in the morning, go to sleep mm-hmm. and, and just rest. And, it was very strange. Um, that was about 10 p.m. at 2.03 a.m. I still remember it vividly. I was looking at the clock, and I heard the words, Christy is safe. She is with me. Mm. Wow. And, you know, I I hesitated for years to share that, but I shared it immediately with my husband, and we have been married for 30 years. He had looked at me, and I could just see in his eyes, and he thought, wow. And he jumped out of bed, and it was full, well, by that time it was, like, closer to 3 a.m., and he got dressed and drove to Sacramento, and he started searching for her all over. Mm-hmm. And um, we then found that um, they did find her little BMW that was um, parked at a casino in, um, oh, gosh, in Placer County. And so at that point, the investigation transferred from Sacramento to Placer County. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And um, what I do remember is that Christy is so close to her family. I mean, I talk to my daughter every day. Um, She was my carpool buddy, you know, on the phone. And Mm -hmm. so the fact that um, she wasn't returning my calls nor her sister's calls and we were calling so much that her voicemail box filled up. Yeah. Mm. And it was so uncharacteristic of her to let that happen and then not, you know, at least go in and address all those calls. And we never heard from her. Wow. And um, and then the case just kind of unfolded and it it went, um, it ended up going from a missing persons case to a, um, a homicide case based on some evidence they found early on. Mm -hmm. And um, unfortunately, the way I found out it went to a a homicide case is one of the detectives um, had promised to call us that that weekend, it was on a Sunday, and he said, I'll call you and give you the update of what's transpired over the weekend. And when he did, his wife um, had called him and he had put the phone down. He excused himself and said, I, I need to put you on hold. Um, I need to take this call. It's my wife. And he did. And his, his wife wasn't pleased that he was working late because they had had a dinner planned. But bless his heart, he accidentally um, did not put us on hold. No, on mute. He didn't put you on yeah, mute. Yeah, yeah, he didn't. He didn't mute us. And what what happened is he told his wife, listen this isn't a missing persons case, it's a homicide case. And it was the first time, that's how I learned that they were investigating it as a homicide case. And I just, I fell to my knees. I was just an absolute mess.
1: So at that point you thought there was hope that you might be able to find her
2: or locate her again, yeah. Yeah, but, but then I kept going back to... You know, the very first night that I heard that Christy was missing and that that 2.03 a.m. wake up that was, Mm. Christy is safe, she's with me. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting now because media was so involved in this case mm-hmm. that um, you know, it hit national news. And um, now, 15 years later, I, you know, with some of the friends that um, I've made in, with the media contacts, they said, you know, it was always interesting to us the first couple of weeks because you seem to be referring to your daughter in past tense Wow. Oh, it was like you knew. Like I knew. Your body knew. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, it, it, it was strange. I didn't realize that I was speaking about her in past tense. Wow. But I always still had hope, you know, that yeah. I, yeah. but just something, you know, told yeah. me that, yeah, you know, she, she's gone.
1: And am I right? I think I, I had read this, that um, this was one of, like, the first cases where they were able to convict without
2: a body is that correct yes that is yeah. correct it was the first no body homicide case mm-hmm. in placer county and you know again just i think back now of who got assembled um you know mm-hmm. to to work this case it, it was just really interesting you know I, I really believe each person was handpicked. it just mm-hmm. um we were such a team and I was very nervous because a lot of um, agencies will not work a case like they did for a 27 year old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, she wasn't a child. There was no Amber alert. and That's true. But, uh, yeah. yeah. She's uh, an
0: adult. Like yeah. maybe she just ran off or.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, um, but you know, something, I, I don't know. They just felt very compelled by what I was sharing. Mm. Um, And then, of course, there was a lot of San Jose PD um, friends that, you know, they they took time off. Um, They took their own vacation time and went up to Placer County. And we weekend after weekend after weekend, we searched and searched and searched Mm -hmm. and um, just so much support. But um, it was their first case, and it's a really big deal for them. As um, a matter of fact, they are asked all over, from different agencies all over the United States to present um, the investigation and the prosecution of this case. There's a lot of learnings that are coming out of this for other agencies, which is fantastic. Um, I was even contacted when um, Sierra Lamar went missing in San Clara mm-hmm. County. And um, had some folks talk to me about, you know, how the interaction went with our family. What were some of the mm-hmm. things that um, they might be able to learn from that? And um, so, and yeah. that's kind of
1: something that you've been able to do for yeah. other families be able to kind of talk about the process and what you've been through yes. as well correct I mean you're yes
2: yeah I know you're speaking at different places and yes you know it was about three years ago God put it on my heart that you know I, I I really needed to tap into the gift you know that I have from all of the learnings from the experience because I had more and more people contacting me yeah. and um So what I finally did is I thought, you know, I can share my experience, but I think I need even more experience. And so I enrolled um, in a victim advocacy program through Cal State Monterey and um, became certified. And there was a lot that I learned going through that, which resonated with me um, just based on my experience Mm -hmm. of, you know, the case that we went through. And um, it was really helpful. me as I work with other families that, you know, there are certain boundaries and, and sensitivities that you have, you have to realize. And
0: And I remember when we were in our small group, you were going through that program and we were so proud of you. Yeah, Yeah. We were just like, oh my gosh, Debbie, this is so great. And still not knowing where your daughter was, but still, um, and I, I remember, uh, there was times when, um, this person that was convicted, was trying to make deals with you. And I remember you saying, you know, as much as I would love to find my daughter's body, um, I don't want to make a deal with the devil and, you know, give him the satisfaction. And now looking back at that, I think what a testimony of faith, because now this year, let's move fast forward. Before
1: what- we do that though, before we, before we move fast forward, real quick, I just want you to share a little bit about joining the Bible study and kind of, um, your hesitation to do it and what kind of within the Bible study we, we touched on, because I think that's a really important part right. before we get into, to what happened, because I feel like, yeah I feel so like God had his hand yeah. in all of it, you know, and we, <laughs> When you even said, you know, I feel like everybody that was supposed to be involved in the case was there. Like, I believe, I totally, truly believe that because, you know, in in my situation, I feel like everybody that was supposed to be there during my time of grief, that they were, they were there. Like they were, like God had anointed and appointed them for that season and that time. So I totally, truly believe that. So tell us a little bit about Joining the twenty-four carat conversations Bible study. So, by the way, if people don't know, we do have a Bible study. Yeah, we started one. We started one. <laughs> um, and so, you decided to
2: join, and like, what happened? Well, you know, I saw on your podcast that you were having this Bible study, which I kind of refer to this particular one. It was almost like a course. It was fantastic. Um, And it uh, was a course written by Carrie Garcia called The Exchange, The Journey from Hurting to Hope. And as Mm -hmm. soon as I saw that, you know, I I feel like, you know, this healing process I go through, it's never ending, right? And Mm -hmm. so, um, you know, I, I always, I just really felt like, this is, this is the course I should take. There's always something to learn. And so I enrolled in the course, well, the study. And um, the evening before, I was opening up my workbook, and I started reading all of the acknowledgments that Carrie had written. And at the bottom of the page, she was, bless her heart, she was acknowledging her husband, and his name is Mario Garcia, mm-hmm. which was a major trigger for me because the man that killed my daughter's name is also Mario Garcia. Mm. I, My hand started shaking a little bit. I shut the book, and I thought, no way. I'm not doing this. Put it on the shelf. And um, I went out to the kitchen. I told my husband, you're never going to know, no. believe this, about this. study. I'm going to tell you just what the, the guy's name is. It's married to the woman that wrote the course. His name is Mario Garcia. No way am I doing this. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he kind of just looked at me. <laughs>
0: <Yes, laughs> I, I, like all husbands do. do. All, all right. Get right. it out. Get yeah.
2: it out. <laughs> i still have a little eye roll. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway um, you know, throughout the evening, I just... This conviction. And I felt the Holy Spirit just telling me, Debbie, this is all part of the process. Mm -hmm. You know how many Debbie Boyds there are in this world? Mm -hmm. Well, likewise, there's a lot of Mario Garcias in this world. Mm -hmm. And I have brought you to this study for a reason. Please go open up the box. Mm -hmm. And I got on my knees. I, I did. And I just... I asked for forgiveness, but I also asked for strength. And mm-hmm. also asked that um I not go in with um kind of a a heart of judgment and that I wasn't gonna look at Carrie and go, eh, you know, yeah. How could you marry Mario? <laughs> How did you I did not even look at Carrie like that she's so cute. <laughs> and you funny. Marry Amanda, Mario. Yeah. What's wrong with you? you know? And then that's being completely transparent and real, you know, but yeah. uh But I just adore her, and Jill's got so much out of this course. And then, you know, when we think about, you know, the the healing, the grief that we Mm -hmm. went through in the course, um, as well as, oh, gosh, you know, the exchanges that we were making, um, fear, Mm -hmm. exchanging fear for faith. Mm -hmm. And on that, I mean, it says, what was your fear? I don't know. My fear was that trigger initially when Mm -hmm. I read the book. And just move forward in faith. And then you fast forward, I think it was a nine-week course, and we're like right at the end, and we were on the chapter of victory. Uh And I just felt I had grown so much through this course. And um, it was a Thursday night, October 20th, and um, I had just finished some of the work and the study, specifically on the topic of victory, and been praying and as I always do, and, you know, just as um, well a protection I needed because, you know, of these deals that uh, this other Mario Garcia was trying to uh, still <laughs> in exchange for my daughter's um, yeah. remains. And um, that evening, the doorbell rang at 11.45 p.m. And my husband opened the door, and it was three detectives from the Placer County area in California that were standing at the door to tell me that they had recovered my daughter's remains and her happened to be been found on the killer's property um mm. at the home that he had owned when she had gone missing and it just you know i just think about the course the timing
1: mm-hmm.
2: and i just feel like god just absolutely prepared me for that very yeah. moment yeah like a yeah. very moment and talk about victory yeah, oh, goodness, I mean, how much more victorious can it be, right? Yeah. And 15 uh, years
1: later, 15 like, years just, later. Yeah. I mean, you walked, you did the hard stuff. And I think that's the thing is that when we go through trials in our life, a lot of times you can be defeated by the hard stuff. Right. And you don't want to grow or you're like, this well, this, my life is horrible. It mm-hmm. sucks. You know, this is never going to get better, but I really admire you for, you know, taking that class and mm-hmm. wanting to help other people and, you know, doing the journey, even the hard stuff, you know,
0: that, that wasn't easy. Well, that's the thing is you can go through a hard thing in mm-hmm. your life. And sit in the hard thing. But what was beautiful is that you took the hard thing, and you made it something that would not only bring you peace, as much as you could have peace, but also helping others to bring them a sense of comfort and peace, which really expands what that story is all about, right? Because our journeys are really to be shared. They're meant to be, Mm -hmm. um, we become the teachers. We're in a group we don't want to be in, but you know, we become the teachers. If we do it, I think the way God wants us to do it is that, yes, I'm, you know, this, this you're being thrown in the pit, but do you stay in the pit and wallow in it? Or do you get out of the pit and go, okay, now what? And also, I have this experience. I'm I'm the person that can stand beside somebody else and hold their hand and hug them and say, I got you. I know, I know what that feels like. You know, it could be a little bit of a different experience, but that pain is always similar to like what someone has actually walked through that the other person that hasn't done that could never come beside somebody and really understand it the way you could. Yeah. You know, like I couldn't do what what you do in your sense. Um, I I have the mother daughter thing that I can help mentor young girls through that. But I, I haven't lost a child in that sense. Yeah. I've lost a baby, but I haven't, you know, mm-hmm. 26 years old, like, you know what that daughter's life mm-hmm. is going to be about. And you're so, I mean, that's how old my youngest is right now. Mm-hmm. So the thought of like not being able to wake up next to her and talk to her and see her pretty face and, Hug her, it's a lot, but you know that to give that to someone else, to be yeah. like, it's it's okay. There's still there, like I said before, there's still beauty in the ashes of what we go through mm-hmm. to become the teachers and the comfort for other people. Also, it's hard to do that, you know. The pain is so real and it's um, you know, also 15 years of not knowing, I just can't imagine. That's so crazy. But to have him take you on this God journey of all the like, what are the odds that you had been in two different Bible studies and grief support? So, the Rhonda and I, we didn't know that we knew you. And then you ended up in our Bible study. We're like, wait, how? How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> before
1: we were talking about like she knows my cousin and she yeah. actually had dinner with my parents, like all before any of this happened. So you know, it is. It's very God ordained. I, I believe that. And you know what I also love about your story is that you didn't lose community, and because I think that's really important. Like the more and more women I talk to that are going through the grief process um community is something because you can feel isolated when you go through things and so it's easy to isolate and be like well nobody understands my pain my journey whatever so i'm going to i'm going to just isolate in my house with my people and never get Thank out you. to see anybody Thank else you. but you know, what God you is so find is when you get I, into community that those people are your support system. And so I will say, you know, I am super proud of our 24 karat um many, you know, many, Bible many study many group because the right? second it's we so found out like, go like go that your daughter's body had been so found, really we so just imagine. were like we're going to be praying for you. We are going to be, you know, lifting you up in prayer because I mean that that's not easy. It's not like, oh, we found and that's got to be still very painful, you know, right? Because there's this today and, There's this thing that had been um, open for 15 you know, years I and now just, you're getting this closure but that, 11, that also one, takes you just, right back to where you were 15 years ago. Yeah. So, you know, I think that you staying in community and you sharing and being honest Faith is um, a substance is just, of things,
2: beautiful thing, my friend. The evidence of things not yet seen. And I mean, hold on to that and
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, hold on to that and then um, you know I also um, I saw notes to myself that I was ri- Right, mm-hmm. and one says Debbie pity never wins help others by sharing your experience and faith give hope to others Debbie Wow. And, um, you know, so it's it's really kind of interesting to go back and, and read, read something. And another entry that I made is um, I had written, God is not the one that caused Christy to be murdered and taken from me. God does not want me to live a life of pain. It is God's will that I will live a happy and productive life. And, you know, I think just anybody going through, deep pain, you know, to as hard as it is to just even get the energy to just, you know, sit with God and and read, read the word and read, you know, books that are, that are helpful on the topic of what you're going through. Mm -hmm. It's a tremendous amount of energy, but it truly was some of the greatest investment of time that I had made, uh, um, you know, making space for me, um, To do that and, um, you know, just and Mm -hmm. songs. Oh, my goodness. Um, the song, um, by Carrie, yeah, yes, um, I am not alone.
0: Yes,
2: and I was the lady on Highway 101 driving from Gilroy to Silicon, the heart of Silicon Valley, that was the one singing that song. Every day, just about in my car, with tears rolling down my face, and I would just pray, and I would sing that song, I am not alone. And when I walk through deep waters, I know that you will be with me. When standing in the fire, I will not be overcome. Mm. Through the valley of the shadow, I will not fear. I am alone. I am not alone. I am not alone. You will never go before me. You will never leave me. Mm. And That has just been, I thought Carrie wrote that song just for me. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't know it. I I think something important
0: too is that you were saying is like, you know, pain doesn't come from God. Pain, pain comes from the enemy, right? Mm -hmm. He's trying to kill, steal and destroy. So, you know, the pain, that, and I think that's, you know, when people get like, rightfully so you know you can get angry at god like he can handle it but it's like you have to remember you know god's not causing your pain you know that that just comes from the world that is evil
1: we live in a fallen world and so you
0: know the joy is what comes Mm -hmm. from god the peace is what comes from god the settling in you know the the journey the teaching others the helping those Mm -hmm. things come from god you know and and that's what we have to just like take our time and like sit in the sorrow and figure out what that is and then you know move towards a different place of like wait god doesn't want me in pain he really doesn't he wants us joyful but we are gonna go through painful yeah. moments, many in our lives. We don't get one one and done. Like I remember Rhonda and I had talked about before, like one of the things, you know, we we want to write a book, The Stupid Things People Say yeah, you are a oh, child. We and so we just you know, read what I, yeah. I was going
2: across my forehead. Oh my goodness. I so was Yeah, someone asked
0: me, um, so can you ever have children again? And I was like, Like what like I'm diseased or something? You know. But so, they and they meant it well. Like I'm not, you know, but but it's just like, we're well, like, so I swear going to write a book. On so it. funny because I've been
1: talking to this one gal who <laughs> she just recently lost her baby in January. And she had sent me a private message yesterday. And she was like, Rhonda, she goes, I went to the nail shop for the first time, you know, since before COVID and I was feeling in a really good mood. She goes, and then the lady asked me how your baby was. And she goes, and I wanted to come up with this eloquent thing, like, oh, he's fine. Or, you know, it's just yeah. something good to say. And she goes, I just blurted out, he died. And I just was like, oh, I know, I know that place because yeah. it's like, there's some days that there's just like, there's no other words yeah. than like, don't ask me the question. Like, the you clerk know? at the
0: store that how's your baby yeah. doing? And you're just like, um, do I just lie and say he's yeah. in the car? He's great. Like, right. do get, or do I just, or, or you say, Oh, I'm sorry. He passed away, and then and their then face they drains, and then, then everyone's standing in the line. Their face drains, and you're like, "Can I have my milk? I yeah. want to
2: go home and cry now." <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Such <laughs> so, awkward moments, you know. Such
0: awkward moments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, you know, we have to like move through those day by day, and eventually, you know, we find that placement. But and I yeah.
1: think for a lot of a lot of times, like when you've had a a child that's passed away, you know, for at least for me, and maybe I don't know, maybe you can relate. Her, saying her name or acknowledging her gives her a life. Yes. You know what I mean? And so I think a lot of times people are uncomfortable because they're like, "Oh, your baby died. And they, I, it's always like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, so, I'm like, don't be sorry. Like, I'm okay. Like, you know, I, I want you to speak her name and I want to talk about her because I feel like every time. We talk about what we've been through, or you know, our loss. That it helps somebody else, you
2: know, and well, so and their life matters. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. So, yeah. so so true. I yeah. just remember, you know, so, so many people um, saying to me, "Well, Debbie, you know, God wanted to take Christy, and and you <laughs> should find peace in that." And I, I would be so angry, and I think, yeah. no. God did not want to take her right now. It was mm-hmm. evil that took her. But yeah. God is standing beside me, promising me that He's going yeah. to give me the strength to endure this. But yeah. No, no, He didn't hurt yeah. her that soon. No, yeah, um, no. Um, and, no. you know, and, and people mean well, but when I yeah. was also going through the healing journey that involved forgiveness, those were some of the areas that um, mm-hmm. I needed to forgive. Parent,
0: um, <laughs> yeah. yeah and i think you know, people just are so uncomfortable yeah. they don't yeah. know what to say yeah. so yeah we give them grace in that please don't ask me if i can have children again and yes i did <laughs> i think the more
1: honest conversations you can have though which is you know i mean why we started the podcast mm-hmm. right because we want to have honest conversations so the more you have them the more you feel like Free from all of that, like, oh, I can't, I don't want to talk about it, it's shameful or whatever, you know, however you feel. But I mean, your story just, I mean, I don't even know what to say because I know. you, are such an amazing woman. The fact that we just continued to connect on so many different levels. I mean, we just feel so we blessed love you. to call you a
0: friend. No, so <laughs> I, I a love
2: friend. you both dearly. I'm just, you know, I still so- Gilroy terribly. Was I funny. know. I was my husband. Oh, I'm sure you're having a great time there,
0: though. <laughs> I
1: know, in oh, Arizona. So, um, so we have one last question for you, sure. which is, what would you tell your 22-year-old self? Oh,
2: my gosh. What would I tell my 22 old 22-year-old self, one that, Debbie, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. Do not compromise your core values for the sake of relationships. Um, allow yourself the time to understand what it is that you, where your, what your strengths are and, and just don't compromise for the sake of acceptance of others you know, just stay close to the Lord and He will show you what the purpose of your life is and will find you the perfect mate. Don't force mm-hmm. things. I
1: love that. That's beautiful. I love that. Thank you, Debbie. It was yeah. such an yeah. honor to have you on. And thank you for sharing your story with us. Kent. where can our listeners connect with you? Are you on Instagram, on
2: Facebook? How can um, they I'm currently on Facebook, but I'm working on um, my own web page, which should be up uh-huh. here in the next couple of weeks, which is oh, Debbie. Good. Good. Really? Debbieboyd.com. and you're just on
1: Facebook on uh, Debbie Boyd is that what it's under?
2: it's under Debbie Boyd yeah
1: terrific well thank you again for being on our show and 24 karat tribe we love you please subscribe share like listen go follow us on our instagram at 24 karat conversations podcast and on our facebook group and we will be starting a new bible study very shortly so if you want to join us please go check out the facebook group join us and we look forward to talking to you next time until next time 24 karat tribe speckle along. bye bye